Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. Fearless Mom is a shame-free, guilt-free, judgment-free community of moms who are doing our best to set our kids up for their best. We know you're busy, Mom, so we don't want to add to your already long to-do list. We just want to help you be intentional in what you're already doing. This season will help moms better understand themselves and their children as they embrace the responsibility of raising up children who become resilient, courageous, and hopeful adults. We'll talk about everything from the value of daily rhythms and routines to creating your own family boundaries with technology. And rest assured, we most definitely will laugh along the way. It is our theme verse after all, Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. In today's episode, we learn three components, just three, three components that are present in a happy home. We're talking about creating intentionally a happy home culture and just three things. The good news about the three things is it's something everyone can do. No matter your age or life stage, whether your children are in your home or they're grown and gone, you can implement these three components to create a happy home culture. Hey guys, this is Julie. Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. So glad that technology is connecting us today. Let's pray and then we'll get started. God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the gift of technology. I thank you for the gift of community, the gift of your word. Right now, we ask that you settle our hearts and minds and open our eyes and ears so we can see and hear what you want us to learn today as we do the work to create happy home cultures. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, in the last episode, we talked about happiness and what do we mean by happy? Remember, happy is not the cure to depression, nor is it the absence of sadness or disappointment or loss. This was our definition of happy. Happy is the overall feeling of contentment, pleasure, and fondness. It's the overall feeling. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will be happy in this day. We will choose happy. So it's that overall feeling of contentment. Ah, I like being here. Pleasure. Ah, you know what? I'm having a good time here. And fondness. Ah, you know what? I like these people here. That's our overall feeling that we're going for. But we're talking about the culture today? How do we create a culture of happy? What do I mean by culture? Culture is the shared set of attitudes, values, and goals and practices that characterize an institution or organization or family. It's just your your mindset, your values, your goals that you put into place, how you make decisions, all those kinds of things. And that's your culture a shared way of thinking or behaving or working that exists in a place or organization or family. 
you'll hear all the time about in the workplace, like, oh, the office culture or this school, the culture of the school. Well, we're going to focus on the culture of our homes. It's that shared set of attitudes and values that characterize a family or the shared set of thinking or behaving that characterize a family. It's that overall feeling again, the overall feeling that results from a way of thinking, the overall feeling that results from the way you act or the way you make decisions or the shared attitudes or practices. Listen carefully. Every home has a culture, either by default or by design. Every home has a culture either by default or by design. And every family has created a culture, either incidentally or intentionally. Your family has a culture, an overall feeling. My family has a culture, an overall feeling. The home you grew up in, the homes of friends or extended families, think about it for a minute. They have cultures, either by default or by design. They're created cultures, either intentionally or incidentally. At Fearless Mom, we embrace the responsibility to create the culture we want to have. No matter your experience or exposure, your personality or temperament, your situation or circumstance, there are choices you can make and actions you can take to create the culture you want to have. To be sure, There are different seasons where we have to work harder to create our culture. There are stages of life. No matter your parenting stage, though, you can do work now to add happy, to start doing the work to create a happy culture in your home. And we talked last week, obviously, happy is not the cure for depression, but we can all add happy. Whatever your happy level is right now, you can add happy. Certainly, that deep joy, peace, and hope. That comes from a personal relationship with Jesus. That comes from an eternal perspective because of the hope we have in Jesus. But we're just talking about happy, just that feeling, that overall feeling. That's the kind of culture we want in our home. And that starts with a family vision statement. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law happy is he. It starts with that vision statement that this is what our family stands for and this is where we're going. And we embrace the responsibility to create this culture in our home, all set on this same vision. Now, remember, last week we talked about, last episode, the key to happiness. What is it? Resolve, determination, and grit. It is saying, this is our vision. We want a happy culture. And we're going to do the work necessary to create that culture. Because again, you will not drift toward these three components that we're going to list. You're going to have to work to guard them. But it is possible. It is doable. And we know that the enemy, the thief, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, an abundant life, an overflowing life. And I believe a happy life. Not absent of sadness, but that overall feeling of contentment, pleasure, and fondness. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to choose happy today, and we are going to do it with gritted teeth if necessary. We're going to put these three components in place in our homes to create a happy home culture. So what are those three components? All right. Number one, a happy home culture is safe, safe. 
Safety is the first component, and I'm talking about physical safety, emotional safety, relational safety. Physical safety must be present in a happy home where children are fed and clothed and hugged and loved and safe and warm. We understand the significance of the physical bond, the significance of creating a physically safe place where children know they are loved, where their physical needs are met. That is 101. That is the basis of a safe home, physical safety, where they are safe and warm. So that is a key component of safety. So physical safety and emotional safety, though, also must be present. For a long time, I thought that happy homes were those that kept the sadness and fear and anger and disappointment and loss and all of those unfun feelings at bay, outside, away from our house. I now know, gosh, I mean, obviously, I wish I'd known it earlier. Hello. Every time I study, I say that. But I now know that the happiest homes allow those unfun feelings in. They learn to see them, name them, process and express them in a healthy and helpful way. The happiest homes know that any feeling's okay to feel. It's how we handle it that matters. And so a happy home is not a home without conflict, without sadness, without frustration, without disappointment, without loss. It's actually a home where those things are present, but they are seen, named, processed, and expressed. Where there's conflict, they work to resolve it. Where there's disappointment, they see it. They go ahead and allow the sadness and the disappointment to be seen and felt. And then they work to handle it in a healthy and productive way. That is emotional safety. Emotional safety says any feeling's okay to feel, but how we handle it matters. And that is how we handle it when one person in the family is feeling sad, how we allow them to feel sad. That is how we handle it when we are in conflict and frustrated with one another. We have healthy tools. We do it in a healthy and productive way. Again, it's not a home that is absent conflict, that is absent disappointment or sadness or loss or hurt or any of those unfun feelings. It's homes where those are allowed in and we handle them in a healthy and productive way. It's when a parent makes a mistake, when a child makes a mistake, when we yell, when we hurt someone in our home, we then repair, we do the repair work. This is emotional safety. And so we want a physically safe home. We want an emotionally safe home. Again, that begins at early ages teaching emotional vocabulary. It, you know, allows for any feeling to be okay to feel. So physical safety, emotional safety, and relational safety. Relational safety, all I mean by that is my kids know, your kids know that there's nothing they can do that will make you stop loving them. And we say those words, there's nothing you will ever do that will make me stop loving you. There's nothing you can ever do that will make me stop loving you. And we tell them, I don't just love you, I like you. Whenever you can. I'm not saying you're always going to like your children or be fond of their decisions, but when you can, you express, I like you. I like being your mom. There's nothing you can do that will make me stop loving you. And I don't just love you, I like you. 
They are safe in this relationship. We build trust. This, When I say relational safety and building this into our home, we're going to have a lot of talk about laughter and play. It's so important in building a safe home. It creates an environment of trust when we just hang out together, when we play together. That is so key. And I could go down that road now, but I don't have time. So we'll come back and visit that. But we want homes in which our kids feel, I'm home. I'm safe. I like it here. I'm home. I'm safe. I'm like it here. That's that contentment, pleasure, and um, fondness that we talked about. And so safety is key. One of the three key components is safety. You want to build a happy home, a happy home culture? It's got to be safe. And the second one is simplicity. Safety first, simplicity next. We're going to give you a lot more details about what that looks like. Guys, this year's conference was amazing. Our best one yet. And if you missed it, well, first know that we missed you, but we've got you covered. On Demand is now live and giving online options for moms wherever you are. The On Demand ticket provides lifetime access to all the conference content, the main sessions, as well as the breakout videos. All of it is packed with laughter, encouragement, and practical parenting tools for moms of all ages and life stages. And if you want to host a group of moms in your location, we can help you with that too. The Post Host Experience provides downloadable resources for attendees as well as digital promotional materials. Check out fearlessmom.com and click on the conference tab at the top for more information on how you can get started today. That's fearlessmom.com. Guys, remember, use the discount code PODCAST to save 10 bucks. Now let's get back into today's episode. A happy home culture is safe and it is simple. What do I mean by simple? Here's the deal. You got to make room for happy. You have to make room for happy in your heart. Make room for happy in your home. If you want a happy home culture, you're going to have to resolve, just like we learned in episode one, you're going to have to be determined because the world's drift, the culture's drift, our human instinct is to get busy. And so we're going to say, you know what? We have resolved to have a happy home culture. And so we're going to draw boundaries and we're going to live life ASAP as simple as possible. We're going to simplify intake, our calendar, and our environment. You control your calendar. Don't let your calendar control you. Simplicity is so significant. It is, sure, simple. It's a simple concept, but it's not easy. It requires a lot of work to have a simple home, and it requires resolve. Going back to that family vision statement that we talked about, saying, God, what is your vision for our family? And as you make every decision, every commitment runs through that family vision filter, it does simplify. You do the family vision because when you clarify your vision, you simplify your decisions. When you clarify your vision, you simplify your decisions. And we want to simplify our homes as much as possible. I could talk all day about the frantic pace at which we are living our lives. And every mom would agree. But for some reason, very few 
will make the changes. We love our kids so much. I think it's because we love them and we want them to do well. We want them to have opportunities, maybe opportunities we didn't have ourselves. And I I could talk on and on, but simplicity is difficult, but you can do it. You can do it, but it requires incredible determination, incredible resolve to say, as for me and my family, we will live a simple life. We will make room for happy. I will monitor and I will draw boundaries around intake around. And when I say intake, I'm talking about everything from TV, media, what they're reading, what, how much, just the stimulus in our home. When I say intake, I'm talking about sight, sounds, everything. And our calendar, I'm going to be diligent. Actually, I'm going to be vigilant about our calendar. And then our environment, I'm going to work on creating an orderly, calm, free of chaos and clutter home. I'm going to build routine and margin into our family. So what are the key components? Safety, number one. Simplicity, number two. Ready for number three? Three is my favorite. A happy home culture is one that is safe, simple, and third, silly. Laughter is so important. Studies show that it is good for your physical health and well-being. It also shows it's good for relational health. It's such a big deal that we're going to dig more into it. But I, in the meantime, just trust me, everyone can add silliness to their lives. Everyone benefits from adding laughter. If you have a newborn, laugh in front of and with your baby every day. Try to work laughter into your home every day. Toddlers, preschoolers, funny books, family play, elementary, games, silly movies, TV shows, joke books, teens. Again, those movies are key. Don't pull away or allow your teens to pull away. Engage with their friends. As much laughter as possible. A happy home culture is safe. It's simple. And it is silly. Now listen. Do I think that moms are going to be laughing all the time? No. Should you be smiling all the time? Are you going to be happy all the time? Absolutely not. That is not reality. What did we say? Culture is a shared set of values, a shared set of, again, it's not every decision you make is not about happiness, but your culture overall takes happiness into consideration. How you make your decisions, how you act how you talk to one another. All of it has happiness in mind. And happy is just that overall feeling of contentment, of pleasure and fondness. Again, it's not constant. You're just aware of it. And you're intentional about laughing and smiling when you can. Psalm 126, one through three says this. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, We were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. We are filled with joy. This passage of scripture is actually about the nation of Israel and the surrounding nations when they saw, when the, when the Israelites were brought back, when they were saved by God and they were brought back to their land, 
Their mouths were filled with laughter, their tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the surrounding nations, the Lord has saved them. The Lord has brought them back. The Lord has done great things for them. And then they said, yes, the Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. Well, listen, what if we read it thinking of us as parents and our children surrounding us and our children watching us? Then it was said among her children, the Lord has done great things for her. And we can look back and say, yes, the Lord has done great things for me. And because of that, I am filled with joy. My mouth is filled with laughter, my tongue with songs of joy. My mouth is filled with laughter, my tongue with songs of joy. Then it was said among my children, the Lord has done great things for her. That's the goal here. It's just being aware and being intentional. Proverbs 16, 20. He who listens to the word will find good. And happy is he or she who trusts in the Lord. Happy is she who trusts in the Lord. I don't know if you grew up singing hymns, but I vividly remember this hymn and I love the words. They they are based on scripture. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. We can add happy to our hearts and our homes. Little things that make us happy, we can add. But the bottom line is trusting God and His Word, submitting your life to His laws and your ways to His Word, living in a relationship with Jesus. And then you add happy on top of that obedience. Consider right now, what is something that adds happy to your life? That's what your goal is today, this week. Add some happy. Maybe it is... You know what? This is so ridiculous, but this makes me happy. Last night, I actually did it. I went to dinner at a friend's house, but before I left, I put my pajamas out on my bed. So I knew as I drove back into my driveway, my pajamas are already waiting for me. That added happy in my life. I know it's a little thing, but it added happy. What's something that adds happy to your life? Sometimes I'll think, you know what? I'm going to drink my coffee out of a real teacup. That just adds a little happy to my life. What is something that adds a little happy to your life? Maybe it's a walk around the block. Maybe it's a bubble bath. Maybe it is 30 minutes of calling a friend and just having a conversation. Add some happy when you can. Be determined. You have to resolve to add happy and it will overflow into the culture of your home. It will overflow. Trust God in his word. Happy is she who trusts in the Lord and add happy whenever you can. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fearless Mom Podcast. Through every conversation, every practical tool, and every moment we can point a mom to hope, we are so honored and grateful to share it with you. And if you're loving these conversations, let your friends know. Tell them about the Fearless Mom Podcast. It's the best way for moms to find out about our show. Also, we'd love it if you'd share a review or maybe leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And find us on Instagram at fearless underscore mom to stay up to date on all things Fearless Mom on all news and all events. We'll see you next time. And remember, Mom, you're not alone. We're all in this together.